at it here, and uh, welcome back to the conversation on the Steve Gruber Show. Good to have you along. Uh, appreciate your support. And by the way, we talk about your good health here because it's important to me that you are as healthy as can be. It is American Heart Month, if you didn't know. And so we've been discussing healthy heart and heart issues uh, for the entire month with our friends at Sparrow Hospital. My next guest is Dr. Hashim Kandil, a cardiothoracic surgeon with Sparrow. Doctor, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, good to have you here. So how long have you been a cardiothoracic surgeon? So basically, uh, I've spent 10 years of uh, training at my clinic. Uh, that included uh, five years of uh, general surgery uh, uh, to be board certified in general surgery, then three years of cardiothoracic fellowship in addition to two years of research. So, so I spent 10 years of training there. Uh, but after completing all training, I've been in practice for three years as a uh, cardiothoracic attending. Right. So I guess the point that I'm getting at, doctor, is this. Over just the last 10 or 15 years, the advancements in medicine have been breathtaking. And when it comes to heart health, the things that we can do today when somebody has an issue uh, with heart health, we can do things today we couldn't do 10 years ago. Is that true or false? Of course. So there's a huge advancement in knowledge and techniques to better serve uh, our patients. And as you might know, uh, uh, heart diseases are the leading cause, unfortunately, for death in the States and uh, globally. So there uh, has been lots of uh, attention and efforts made to optimize the care from early stages in terms of screening and uh, uh, optimizing care into medical interventions and procedural or surgical interventions afterwards. Certainly. And when you talk about intervention, you're talking about surgery. Um, so what kind Correct. of surgeries uh, are, are most common today? And what are some of the things you're doing today that we didn't do 10 or 15 or 20 years ago? So uh, let's start with uh, common uh, uh, conditions uh, caused by coronary artery diseases. When patients have heart attacks, have blockages in their coronary arteries. So there are typically two uh, methods to intervene. One of them is uh, called uh, coronary stenting, which typically the cardiologists uh, do, uh, or it could be uh, open-heart surgery, uh, which is coronary artery bypass grafting. Now, the techniques uh, that have advanced over the years and how, uh, in terms of what we are using, uh, in terms of the stents for the cardiologist that has last longer, or the techniques that we use in, for the surgical intervention. Sometimes we use less invasive incisions, like smaller incisions. Sometimes we use a robotic uh, approach in that regard, uh, and uh, basically have uh, used multi-arterial conduits that typically last longer than uh, have been used in the past, uh, veins and the legs only, that typically fail after a few years. So, yes, that has been advancement in the, even the traditional approach, but different techniques or the less invasive, minimally invasive approach. So the, the, the corrections, the repairs to the heart, if you will, to the cardiovascular system in general, are less invasive today than they've ever been. Basically, the example I gave you about the coronary artery disease, which is the most common. However, there also has been lots of advancements in other types of interventions for the heart conditions. For example, the valve. So uh, sometimes we do a valve repair or replacement. In the past, the only option to repair or replace valve was through the open heart surgery. Nowadays, there are uh, multi-other options, including the transcatheter approaches, including the aortic valve, the mitral valve, or actually the tricuspid valve as well. So sometimes we can completely replace or repair, like putting clips on these dysfunctional valves that can spare the patients having an open heart surgery if they don't need to. Yeah, and when you when you talk about valves, uh, valves used to be porcine, used to be from pigs oftentimes. Now they are synthetic, some of them. When you talk about the aortal or mitral valve replacement, uh, that surgery, that approach has also advanced uh, dramatically, hasn't it? 
Correct. So now, basically, there are two major types of uh, valves for the replacement. There's a mechanical valve, and there are bioprosthetic tissue valves. And in the tissue valve, yes, it could be from the porcine or bovine. The main advancement in that thing is the modifications made into these valves to make the best hemodynamic advantage and to last longer, so in those bioprosthetic ones. So, yes, uh, like the shape, the, the characteristics, the, even the requirement to put them in a blood thinner to be less on some of the mechanical valves. So it's an ongoing process to optimize uh, the care to give the best results and to avoid as much complications as possible. Well, there you go. I mean, it's got to be awfully um, rewarding to you. You've, you've dedicated your life to medicine, to healing people that are uh, sometimes critically ill. And the advancements, the hope you can offer people compared to just when you started in practice, it's got to be a rewarding career for you, doctor. Of course. So basically, this is the most rewarding thing for me. And as you mentioned, I dedicated my life to it, and I can't imagine myself doing uh, uh, as a day job other things than this. It's the most challenging uh, field in, in medicine or surgery, if you will. Uh, at the same time, it's the most rewarding. Like when you see patients who are between life and death, and you can help give them a hand to, to get them through this and get the best results as possible. Absolutely. Dr. Hysham Kendil here. He is a cardiothoracic surgeon with Sparrow Hospital, and we're glad to have him here on the program. Um, when people go to Sparrow, what I've noticed, doctor, it's not just one person they meet. They don't just meet you. They meet a team. They meet a family of professionals to help them through their ordeal. Is that correct? Absolutely. And one of the advancements, if you will, it's the multidisciplinary approach. So it's no longer one-man show, like somebody only takes care of this patient by himself. It's a huge team. All of them are dedicated and oriented, patient-centered care. So from the first minute that we uh, have the encounter with the patient to the until we provide them the care that they deserve, and after they get dismissed, it's a whole, uh, a whole team that are that is well trained and focused on giving the best care. And I have to mention also, it's, uh, the emergency department and Sparrow is very involved with that because there are some emergent cases that are also cardiac surgery, like the aortic dissection. It's a top emergency open heart surgery, which we have done frequently here, and we had great results. With it. So those have the aorta, which is the major vessel uh, that comes out of the heart. Uh, in certain situations, if it ruptures or dissects, it's a life-threatening situation. If nothing done within few hours, patients may die. So it needs a very sophisticated approach from that time in the uh, people involved in the ED, the OR, the ICU nurses. It's a whole team that, uh, and the cardiologists, it's a whole team that are involved in, in the care of the patients. Very well done, Dr. Hysham Kandil. Uh, let me ask you this. Where can people get more information about your program and the things that you offer? So basically, uh, they can... Uh, uh, search uh, online for the website for uh, sparrow.org uh, um, uh, and basically they can contact uh, our offices that are available 24-7 that they can uh, reach us uh, and basically we have uh, multi uh, like satellite locations uh, throughout the town and uh, we are available 24-7. Excellent. Dr. Candil, greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Have a good day. It's the Steve Gruber Show back after this.